if you're a high level coach, consultant, um, my uh, really good book called Pricing Creativity from Blair Ends, I steal his line, which is price the client, not your service. And uh, if you put your webpage on there and you're at $15,000 for your three month coaching package, and Shaquille O'Neal is looking at your webpage, he's probably going to pass. So, you know, but a mom and pop or a single mom that might need your help, then you might avoid her, but you might want to work with that person because that's what you're called to do. So I think putting those five, uh, five figure kind of higher end consulting coaching products on your website does you a disservice. Now, with that being said, you've got to have uh, your pricing on your website for your you know, your online courses, your e-products, your productized services, your, you know, your, your things that uh, are called Swiss dollars, the sales while you sleep, you know, those kinds of things, you know, your, your ebook and stuff. Right. Um, but your higher end package, I recommend generally you don't do that. Welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Before we go further, I would like you to know that today's episode is sponsored by the coming workshop called Trifecta to accelerate your coaching and consulting expert-based business. The first workshop, we're going to talk about how to price your service for the ultimate profit, especially when you just get started or you want to validate a new message. The second workshop is called Time Budgeting. One of the most overlooked yet most important elements for your business, time. We cannot manage time because everybody got 24 hours. What we can do is manage ourselves in time. How we make time to serve you, not the other way around. In this workshop, we will show you how to cast your vision and map out the next 12 months for both your life and business launches. The third workshop, we will answer one of the most asked questions. Kelly, what kind of content should I create for my social media so I can attract buyers? We will show you how in the third workshop, pillar content to attract your buyers. If you are interested in this workshop, please email us at podcast at kellyballer.com. It's invitation only. Again, it's podcast at kellyballer.com. Now, I am so excited about today's episode. My dear friend, Paul Klein, a seasoned entrepreneur, consultant, and a whole lot more. Now, just let me introduce you a little bit. From his days as 1980s hairband guitarist and lifelong entrepreneur to starting and scaling a successful SaaS company to consulting for some of the biggest brands, including Target, Nima Marcus, Starbucks, Holiday Inn, and other global brands. Paul helps consultants, freelancers, and solo entrepreneurs price their services, stop undercharging in order to build seven-figure business. He also is a host of the Visible TV podcast, formerly known as Pricing is a Positioning Podcast, and a co-founder producer for Visible TV. Visible TV is 
a Netflix-style streaming service for entrepreneurs that launched January 2022 and will be accessible on over 1,000 devices, including iOS devices, Android ones, Macs, PC, streaming media boxes such as Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Fire TV. Today, our topic, we cover a lot, such as three simple pricing strategies every consultant can implement today to increase your rates and your engagements. We also talk about the number one mistake that limits most consultants' income. And I got asked this all the time. Kelly, should I put my pricing on my website? Well, Paul has that answer for you. When you should or shouldn't to put your pricing on your website. And so much more. Now, let's share with Paul. Paul, welcome to the show. Hello, Kelly. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, if you guys later happen to watch this episode when we upload the YouTube channel later, you will see that, you know, I'm kind of a little bit jealous here because in Paul's room now have all the awesome guitars and and then he even kind of plays some rock and roll music before. So, <laughs> uh, Paul, in the, in the introduction that we have, I have mentioned to the audience that how awesome you are. Uh, your journey is very intriguing and yet yeah, inspiring as well. Uh, we met each other in person recently uh, in Mike Kim's uh, event, and uh, nothing beats in person, seriously. Yes. Right? It, it just doesn't matter, especially after COVID. It's so happy that I can hug some people. <laughs> Absolutely. Real. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Paul, can you kind of share with us a little bit about? Um, your journey, because you have a very, very interesting journey. <laughs> and, and how did you get to where you are now so accomplished? Oh, thank you. I, I, I don't, I'm like everybody else. So I don't feel accomplished. I still have those, you know, doubts and those, did I make the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, doing what I'm called to do? All those things. So, I, you know, I, uh, I feel like, um, we're all on this journey together and um, I'm happy to share what I've done. And if it helps inspire some of your folks listening, or at least gives them permission to maybe take some chances, because I've definitely done that. But uh, yeah, I, I was an only child, dyslexia, hated school. Parents were uh, PhDs from Stanford and UC Davis, and I was supposed to go to college, but I rebelled. I started growing my hair long in the eighties and playing in a, in a hair band and then uh, met my wife at about 23 and, um, and uh, she straightened me out. We've been married 28 years. We have three beautiful kids, 28, 23, and 21, all doing awesome and making great decisions. Thank the Lord. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but yeah, from that on, point on, I really, you know, bucked down, you know, did the right thing, went, went about the career, you know, got, you know, had the mortgage, the three kids got responsible, cut my hair. Um, and then at about 40, I was like, man, I can't do this till I'm 55. I, I'm, I'm, I'm living someone else's dream. I finally realized at 40, I was an entrepreneur stuck in a bureaucracy. 
And I had always excelled in work because I always had an entrepreneurial mind. It went back to my my band days. I was always trying something new and you know trying to you know, make it big and and just seeing what works and what doesn't. Marketing and all. I mean, that's all being in a rock band is is marketing and and uh, uh, and all that and you know playing music, which I wasn't very good at. But uh, but anyway, at forty, I was like, I can't do this, and so I kept. I started doing it, looking inward. My my virtual mentor at the time, now good, really good friend Dan Miller from um, the best uh, New York Times bestselling book, um, Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love, followed his advice, looked inward, didn't blame the system, didn't blame my employer, didn't uh, you know, just you know, just looked inward. You know, took responsibility. And then I said, what do I have that I can offer? And so I started uh, moonlighting on the side and consulting. And I just loved it, and. Uh, I was always complaining though to my wife about, you know, man, I'm, I'm going to quit my job and this full time. I, it's because I love the consulting I was doing so much more than the day job, but I had benefits and a mortgage and three kids. And then my wife finally said, you know what? You just quit and don't tell me. I know you're miserable and I know you'll succeed and I believe in you, but just don't tell me when you quit. And so I took that to heart. And then one day in about, uh, it was December of 2008. Uh, my wife says, Hey, um, Paul, can you pick up the kids on Monday? I have a doctor's appointment. And I said, well, I can pick up the kids whenever you want now. And she's all, no, you didn't do it. Did you? And uh, sure enough, yes, I had done it. And uh, so since then I've been a, a K1 W9 employee, uh, self-employed um, um, individual, never looked back, um, gotten worked for some great um uh, companies like Yum Brand, Starbucks over the years, um, and developed a SaaS company in 2016 that we launched that I'm part owner in. And then our latest, uh, my latest endeavor is Visible TV, which I'm sure we'll talk about that just launched here in January. So I just love the entrepreneurial spirit, the worlds that we can change, the inspiration that we can do, and um, just continue to do that to this day and uh, just love it. That's the short version, I hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he is so humble, right? Obviously, in the introduction, you guys heard all the amazing uh, credentials. So I just cannot help but ask you a question, right? So when you are in between the transition, that's say, you know, you say yourself, you've done so well when you were in corporate world. And then, okay, you took a, you, you took a leap of faith that, yes. you know, uh, start your own company what 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 prompt you to do that on the top of yes you know you are miserable but do you feel that it's also it's God called you to do that transition yeah I think so I mean I was um I was really kind of at that point in my career kind of just beating my head against the wall doing what I was supposed to do the responsible thing and uh you know being an entrepreneur that's you don't do that. That's not a real job. That's that's just a pipe dream. You know, you got to do the responsible thing. Stay with a company or an organization with your benefits. You have three kids and a mortgage. It's irresponsible. And remember, in October 08, the the uh, the um, stock market crashed, and mm-hmm. uh, Obama just became president, and the economy took a nosedive because of all the subprime loans. So the time to be going out on your own wasn't <laughs> during then. Though so my dad was like, "Are you sure you know what you're doing?" And I'm like, "Yes, I got to do this. I have to do this." I just felt deep down it was the right thing, and and that's my my hope for everybody listening is that um, you know being entrepreneurship is not. For everybody, but I know listeners of the show are either aspiring or or um, existing on, uh, entrepreneurs, and it's through that process that we really change ourselves, change the world, change our communities, 
it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's so uplifting to be in that space. And, um, and that's what I was being called to do. Um, cause that's clearly my, my zone of, uh, excellence is, is, is in this entrepreneurial space. What will you say for the new entrepreneurs? What will you say? Okay. Let me take a step back. I often, uh, share with my audience, say entrepreneurship probably is one of the toughest format of uh, personal growth. Yes. So for you, you just mentioned about, yes, okay, kind of stay in corporate is because, yeah, I got to be responsible. I have a family to take care and all that. But when you now transit, now you are your own, own boss. What would you say maybe one to three, like top lesson you have learned when you come to the personal growth, when you transit from employee to be your own boss? Yeah, two, a couple of things come to mind. One is... Um, is uh, don't um, uh, um, don't just jump out the nest and you know ready aim fire you know or just you know sometimes some people say just jump and go for it and you know if you're if you're in your you know early twenties and you don't have all those responsibilities that might work because you can you can go live in an apartment or back at your mom's house if you have to but you know at forty uh, it's kind of hard to just do that and some of our audience i'm sure is closer to that age or in their 30s or 50s wherever they are it doesn't matter i mean if you have those responsibilities but you know, what i did is i got the boat closer to the dock i started moonlighting on the side uh, working on my marketing working on getting my contract uh, language in place going through the process of not getting clients and 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 but not having the um, burden of having to get the next job to make the mortgage payment because I kept my day job. So I encourage people to to take a trans. You know, you can do a lot if you just turn the TV off, turn off social media, and do 15 hours a week um, after your nine to five job. You can make huge strides in a short amount of time, and um, and I really encourage people to do that. And then second thing is expect failure. You know, failure is just part of the game, and and don't take it personal just learn from it and pivot and keep going, keep, keep going. And, 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 uh, you'll, you'll learn some things work, some things don't. And it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, indication of your character or your, um, you know, your spirit or your, your person or anything like that. It's a, you know, it's failure is normal. You know, you failed when we, we all failed when we started walking, we got up to walk and we fell down. Our mom and dad's helped us up. And so failure is part of the process and no different in entrepreneurship. So that's the second thing. And then I think the third thing is don't undervalue your craft. And I know we want to talk about some pricing, but um, uh, um, things come easy to you in your, ex- in your vertical, in your area of expertise. Um, and oftentimes us experts in this knowledge-based economy take that for granted. So we, we think because it comes easy to us, we shouldn't charge more for it. It's like, no, you've put in years in your craft and so you you deserve to be compensated for it because you can provide the results to your clients in a in a really good way. So um, I undercharged a lot early on and uh, learned a lot of lessons from that. And I try to um, teach others to avoid. Yeah, I love what you just say. All those golden nuggets, and I think these are perfect. You know, transition to let's talk about pricing. A lot of uh, audience here they are coaches and consultants. And one of the um, most frequent asked questions about pricing. And uh, they, I feel like sometimes I kind of have to stand in the mountain and kind of shout out, say, don't undercharge yourself. Mm -hmm. So today I will will give that job to Paul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I would like him to talk about because he was 
and he still is as such an excellent consultant. Uh, so what would you say that, okay, question one, Kelly, should I put my price on my website or not? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Generally, I, I would recommend you don't, not in the expertise uh, space. If you're, a, if you're a high level coach, consultant, um, my uh, really good book called Pricing Creativity from Blair Ends. I steal his line, which is price the client, not your service. And uh, if you put your webpage on there and you're at $15,000 for your three-month coaching package and Shaquille O'Neal is looking at your webpage, he's probably going to pass. So, you know, but a mom and pop or a single mom that might need your help, then you might avoid her, but you might want to work with that person because that's what you're called to do. So I think putting those five uh, five figure kind of higher end consulting coaching products on your website does you a disservice. Now, with that being said, you've got to have uh, your pricing on your website for your you know your online courses, your e products, your productized services, your you know your your things that. Uh, are called Swiss dollars, the sales while you sleep, you know, those kinds of things, you know, your, your ebook and stuff, right. um, but your higher end package, I recommend generally you don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think one example, just what you say, very similar. Uh, uh, I have a client that she is in the field of uh, co-parenting consultant coaching for companies, especially now after the COVID, the great resignation, right? Yeah. So, uh, I say, you know, if the mom and pops, you know, the small start of a company, they come to want to hire you versus if a Coca-Cola come to want to hire you, right? I don't see you will charge the same price. You exactly. deliver the same service, but not the same price. Different price, yeah. And there's nothing, um, there's nothing um, immoral or icky about that. And some people have, especially in the faith community, I notice, you know, I work with a lot of people, you know, because we're, we're so giving, you know, we've, we're called to do things through, through church and so forth, a lot of times for free. And so then when we come to charge, let alone charging something different for the exact same um, widget, it's, it can feel a little wrong, but it actually isn't. If you really shift your mindset, and that's, that's what I try to encourage people to do is shift your mindset on, on and not selling to your own wallet in terms of what is it that your solution brings to your your clients. What is the outcome that your solution brings? Because that's the true value. And what is what you bring to Starbucks is way more valuable than a mom and pop shop that just has one single flower shop. And that's how I've priced my consulting services for years. And, um, and there's three basic strategies that I teach <laughs> that I'm happy to cover for you if you want. Um, but of course, uh, please go ahead. Yeah, there's, there's uh, three pricing strategies every coach, consultant, author, speaker can implement today uh, that will ingre- increase your rates next time you, um, you go, um, you know, do a bid. And, um, and these three are super simple. The number one strategy is always um, provide price options, okay? So often, uh, uh, us in the expertise space or this knowledge base only pro- provide one price, and that's basically giving your clients an ultimatum. You know, it's a take it or leave it proposition. And the clients don't have anything to compare it to. So what do they do? They're going to compare it to your competitors. Whereas if you provide price options or good, better, best pricing, Goldilocks pricing, uh, now they're going to look at the value propositions that your packages have, you know, good, better, and best, and compare those three and not think about your competitors, number one. Number two is, um, is that uh, it really allows your clients to choose the best value for them. 
Um, you know, if they, some of them might want your basic package, some might want to fly first class, some might want your Bentley. And if you never offer the Bentley, they're never going to buy it. And so, um, so always using price options, you see Starbucks, you go to the car wash, there's the standard car wash, the deluxe, there's super size at McDonald's. I mean, everywhere you go, a Delta first class comfort. So always provide pricing options. We could do a whole class on this, but basically three pricing options uh, is the sweet spot. Um, you can do two and sometimes four, but you generally, you know, three is just about right. And then the second uh, strategy is always anchor high. Okay. And there's what's called uh, uh, in behavioral economics, there's what's called pricing, um, um, uh, price anchoring. And the first number that your clients see or hear um, anchors the value in their mind for your services. And so counterintuitively, most of us go in and say, well, I really need this job. So I'm going to come in low where I think they'll, 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 they'll do it because I really need the money. And you just anchored yourself low and then they beat you down from there. And now you're even lower than what you wanted. Whereas if you use a, um, a high anchor um, and let, you know, let that uh, sink in and it really, you establish the value for your service. And it's, and it's not, um, this isn't some like uh, Jedi mind trick to uh, cheat somebody out of their value or, or get over on them at all. It's really about positioning your pricing in a way that allows your clients to make the best value for them. For them. Um, and, uh, and that's where the pricing options with anchoring, put your high anchor on the left because we read left to right. So your first class, your standard, and then your basic. And then the last um, strategy that I recommend, and I've done this for years, and um, it just works really well. And that's a, a single page proposal. Um, you've probably, um, Kelly, been on the other side of procurement processes in corporate where you, you get an RFP out and you get all these bids from these companies for services. And then, you know, it's about three inches thick and it has all their staff and everything. <laughs> what do we do? We flip to the very last page and look right. at the pricing sheet. Right, so, right. Right. And so, uh, so I, I, I set myself apart. I use a single page sheet with bullet points and real, real distinct, just benefits and features that's going to mean something to the client. And if I can't fit it on one page, then I get rid of it. And then when, they, when the fish says, yeah, I'm hooked, I want option two, then I put all my qualifiers and all the BS and you know, all that stuff in the agreement and uh, save them, um, makes it easy for them to onboard with you. So real quick, anchor always, strategy number one is always anchor high. I'm, I'm sorry, strategy number one is always use price options, uh, good, better, best pricing. Number two is always anchor high. Um, drop a high anchor, an anchor bomb, often in, uh, whether you hear it or say it. And number three is use a single page proposal with your, your, your uh, high-end coaching and consulting, and you'll, you'll see a dramatic increase um, right away. I guarantee it. Okay. I can leave now. I mean, Paul basically just say that for years I've been preaching to my audience. Um, I guess it's because I, my corporate background is from the um, um, luxury hospitality industry. So oh, I remember okay. when I had to make a quotation, for example, to HP to yeah. or, or pharmaceutical company, I would not just other hotel that go with like a one price, you know, one package. Yeah. And I always give them three. Because then, because just that just like you say, if you only give one price, basically you are ask, asking them to say yes or no. Yep. But if you give them two or three options, they it's a higher chance they tell you one or two or three, so you still get the business. 
Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a powerful thing. And, um, and it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's really empowering your clients to make the best decision for them. And what I encourage my um, coaching clients that I work with, I say, you know, whatever you were going to bid that job with, make that your low option. So if you thought you're going to bid that job for $5,000 and you never think you could get 8,500 or 12,500 for your product or service, go ahead and put five there at that basic package then throw in two other um, options uh, at eight five and twelve five or or ten and fifteen something like that, and s- watch what happens. You'll be surprised. About fifteen percent of the time, they'll pick that that high option, and you'll go, "Whoa! I didn't think they could even afford that." And all of a sudden, they pull the trigger on a fifteen thousand dollar product when I was going to try to sell them five, and that'll help you climb that ladder and get your rates up over time. I love it, and I think this is a part of we talk about our our personal growth as a as a business owner you know this is part of the mindset shift yes right Right? Uh, when you are employees different than when you are your ceo and i cannot wait to to for you to tell us what is that number one mistake that limits most consultants coaches income (laughs) by far you know it is billing by the hour hourly billing. So uh, if you, when, when my clients ask me, what, what do you charge per hour? I say, I don't have a, an hourly rate. And I just leave it at that. And I immediately shift the conversation to, well, what are you trying to accomplish? What, 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 is, what is your goals here? What are the outcomes you're trying to achieve? And I immediately pivot the conversation back to that. And I go, oh, yeah, I got a package that'll, that'll help you with that. It's $15,000. Go silent. Just let them talk. Yeah, that's why we have two ears and one mouth. Let them drop that high anchor, 15,000, whatever it is, 5,000, 25, whatever it is. And then just let them uh, let them react. And you'll kind of you can watch their body language. If they flop on the floor, foam at the mouth, you know, they're probably not (laughs) they're not a good uh, client at that range. And you can course correct right during the um, discovery call. Um, Or if they say, yeah, it sounds great. Send me over a contract. Boom. You know, you you just you have done it, but yeah, hourly billing—it's antiquated. It's been around. It was invented by the uh, I think the um, uh, attorneys back in the early late 1800s or something like that, and it's it's stuck around through the industrial revolution and everything else. And it's just—do um, you think our society has advanced since then? You know, and with everything we got going with technology and everything, so it's. If you're billing by the hour and you say, well, I was an employee for corporate for 20 years and now I'm going to go into a consultant. I was making you know, $50 an hour. So now I'm going to charge $150 and I'll be profitable. No, because you're not going to work you know, 40 hours a week or 2,080 hours in a year because you got bookkeeping to do. You've got marketing. You got to go get the jobs. I mean, you're doing all these other things and it immediately puts a cap on your income. Even if you're making $1,000 an hour, the maximum you can make in an eight-hour day or even a 10-hour day is $10,000 at $1,000 an hour. Well, if you position yourself right, you can get paid $18,000, $50,000 for a day's work. So it really um, is a bad, that's the number one way to limit your income is billing by the hour. Yeah. And again, that's another thing yeah, to shift your, your mindset, you know, the way you're thinking about yourself, because that's where some of my clients came to me from the beginning and said, oh, but Kelly, you know, I only charge currently $300 per hour. I said, well, that just scrapped that because that is not even the right way to uh, express your value. Um, well, I mean, can you guys tell, I can just check with Paul for another three mm-hmm. hours 
And then we basically just go to open another new consulting firm. And then I think we will quickly, you know, hit up uh, a very, uh, we become very rich in that. <laughs> but we do have to talk about visible TV because I was so excited when I know somebody's doing this. Um, I used to enjoy, I just mentioned twice, used to enjoy, uh, I'm sure you guys know the masterclass, right? Yeah. That, that subscription. I love the, you know, the production quality. Uh, I love that they go into a whole lot more in-depth, that kind of conversation. Because um, I think, yes, we can read a whole lot of books about entrepreneurship topic. But I think it's really different. It, it, it's, it's 360 degree. We can get that person, you know, kind of in the documentary style to understand how how they were thinking and what really they were experiencing in that journey i think that will be a lot of i don't know about you guys but when i'm watching those type of things i took pages of notes because that just save will save me a lot of time and efforts for my own journey so can you kind of tell us paul that i mean it's a i would imagine it's not an easy uh, undertaking. What prompted you to start this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, um, um, did, did anybody uh, tell you that you're out of your mind? That type of yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, not the first time, but like any of my endeavors, uh, when I launch, when I have, we get an idea. If I keep getting green lights, I keep going. I keep going. I keep going. Got some yellow lights, but but I didn't get any red lights, and so. Uh, so anyway, but uh, yeah, visible TV is basically, if you think of it, it's, it's kind of like a masterclass, but instead of uh, profiling, um, you know, Elon Musk or Morgan Freeman, you know, famous people, we profile people like you, Kelly and Jeff Brown, um, you know, uh, the 68 million of us that are, you know, six and seven figure smalls, the small team or no employees in this knowledge economy that work from home in a lot of cases, or just a small office and aren't big corporate names like Oprah or, you know, uh, Mark Cuban and those kinds of things. So we, we're, we're, we're profiling the real frontline entrepreneurs as opposed to masterclass. And we don't do quite as much formal teaching like masterclass. I think we'll give you the six tips for Facebook marketing with yeah. Mark Zuckerberg or something. Um, we um, really take you through the journey of these entrepreneurs back before they started, when they made the pivot, kind of like we did with my story. My story's on there. Um, and and uh, I talk about some of the things we talked about today, but but really through that story and, and that you learn more, I think, than just a PowerPoint and someone regurgitating uh, slides. And so um, so we're real we're really um, excited about that. And it's a very uh, Netflix cinematic, um, high quality production. We have about um, 15 personalities and about 75 episodes. It's available on Roku, Amazon Fire, um, iOS. We'll soon be on Android TV, Apple TV, and Android apps. Uh, once we get a few more subscribers uh, up, as anything, any endeavor it takes, you know, we bootstrapped and um, and we uh, we just kind of launched this on our own. So we got the idea back in um, October, uh, Kendall. Uh, uh, Johnson, my co-founder with uh, in Invisible, is a um, world-class cinema 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 film filmmaker. <laughs> let me put it that yeah. way. And he composes all the music. He's worked in um, for Hans Zimmer um, in L.A., uh, who did Gladiators and and um, uh, uh, 
the Avengers soundtrack. So he, he's really good at writing that kind of music. And then he's worked on Netflix uh, uh, or, um, documentaries and so forth. So we were sitting around back in September and said, man, I said, Kendall, if money was no object, what would you want to do? You know, if, if you could just do whatever you want, he's, I, I want to make documentaries that inspire people and change the world. I go, yeah, that's great. I go, that's, that's kind of like what entrepreneurs do. I go, wouldn't it be great if, if we did a, um, documentaries on entrepreneurs? He said, yeah, that'd be good. And I go, would it even be better if there was a streaming channel? Cause right at that time there was discovery plus and ESPN plus and all these things. And I go, and so I said, man, there isn't anything for us let's create it. So again, I kept getting green lights. So we said, yeah, let's do it. So we had the concept and then we said, well, what does it cost? Is it, is it like CNN plus that spent half a billion dollars to create a streaming service or is it lower? Well, it was low five figures. Um, you know, we we're, we're not doing it to the scale that they were um, to develop these apps. And then, um, then we had to come up with a name. So I was cleaning out my email box one day and I saw teachable <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and I need, and I wanted something with biz or business. And I said, ah, oh, business, teachable, visible. Oh, visible TV. I wonder if, the, I wonder if the domain's there. Sure enough, the domain's there, filed the trademark, boom, 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 got that. Started developing the apps and recording the, um, we record, recorded Jeff Brown in November or no, late October. And then we recorded uh, at 10, um, 10 uh, people from Mike Kim to, um, you know, Jeff Brown and, and a lot of Shannon Mattern. And then we launched on January 28th, 2022 with 10 episodes. And now we're up to about 15 and um, just getting great response and lots of inspiration. And so for those of you listening that want to check it out, I think we have a special um, Kelly uh, uh, discount deal for you or freebie. So you can go check it out. And um, yeah, so you, you, you can get it, you can, you can try it out for 30 days and get it, get it for free. Yeah, she, uh, he gave me a special call and I will surely put the show note. Uh, so you can, you guys can have 30 days free. Uh, and uh, afterwards, I don't know detail, but it's very well worth it. You guys just have to really, you know, for me, this is something that be part of something bigger than ourselves. I just cannot wait to see this you know, develop, become even uh, more fruitful, you know, because I think, you know, just that Paul said that I was, I was kind of thinking before that why we don't have, you know, that type of thing, uh, similar thing, uh, just for entrepreneurs and, and stuff like that. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm sure you heard of The Chosen, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, you guys know The Chosen series become, not become very successful. But he was also star from, star yeah. from very, uh, very kind of bootstrap and then and, and just follow God step by step. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what uh, we've had some downfalls and. Kendall says, that's okay. God has something else planned for us. You know, we had a, we had a five figure um, opportunity fall through that we were really hoping to get, which really would have helped out. Uh, but it actually, uh, a, a few weeks later, a bigger uh, uh, opportunity fell in place. And had we had that one, we wouldn't have been able to take this one. And so, mm. so uh, God's always working in the behind the scenes, even though you might face a failure. And we just, uh, Kendall is really good at turning that around and, and going, you know, being positive and um, just letting, letting the Lord guide us and, uh, and, and let us, you know, keeping that, keeping that as our focus and so forth. And yeah, there's just so much negativity, you know, on TV, unfortunately, right now, that's what sells. 
the reality is the rest of the world isn't what you see on TV, but mm. um, Hope Invisible will be that light and that inspiration for the entrepreneurs that are changing the world. And then we're going to be adding full-length documentaries, um, deep dives into some pretty cool personalities and maybe events. And then also we'll be adding a, a live TV show, which Jeff Brown's going to be uh, co-hosting with me, where we do kind of a panel discussion, which will be kind of more of like a a five panel masterclass or like what you would see at a conference with a panel of experts and uh, with open Q and a and so forth, all related to entrepreneur business and, and, uh, and stuff that your crowd will just enjoy Kelly. Yeah. That I cannot wait. And it will be even better. If you, you guys come to Swiss ops to film. <laughs> yes. I know exactly you guys where you can go. I can arrange all for you guys. And then, you know, so you have a really, a very different way of backdrop. For. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, we need to get you on there for sure. <laughs> it didn't work out when you came to Denver with our production schedule, but we'll 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 keep talking. We figure out, we figure out. But Paul, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. And guys, baseballtv.com, and we surely will put the uh the okay special code KB22. But how to get it? You gotta go to the show note. Okay, and and Paul, but if people want to connect with you. Uh, where should I go? Social media wise. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on all the social media apps. I'm just uh, Paul Klein, K-L-E-I-N, just like Calvin Klein without the money. Um, so it's Paul Klein TV at Paul Klein TV uh, uh, on Instagram. I'm updating my, um, my LinkedIn, which is the same. And then you can also just go to paulkline.net. I have a weekly uh, e- email newsletter I put out called the visible TV letter. And I give you the best of the best each week. Um, all related to business and entrepreneurship. And uh, one of the cool things we put in there every week is all the list of um, entrepreneurial events coming up. So I got tired of searching all over the internet every time I wanted to go to, a, <laughs> go to an event. So I said, I put it all in one list and uh, keep that updated for everybody. So paulkline.net or at TV at any of the uh, social apps. And of course, visibletv.com and um, Kelly's uh, discount is KB22. Okay, I cannot thank you enough, Paul, and uh, looking forward to somehow meeting you in person again. Yeah, I think we'll come see you. That sounds like more fun. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. How have you enjoyed the episode? I hope that you have taken a lot of notes, just like what I did. Also, if you are interested in Paul's visible TV, we got a special code. It's KB22. It's 30 days free and afterwards each month only $9.99 cuz the regular rate is $14.99. I would like you guys really support this project. And really the episodes the quality is so good. But you got to try so you know. We will put all these details in our show note. Okay? So just go to kellybother.com forward slash podcast, you'll be able to see post episode. Don't forget, if you are interested to join us in the workshop, this three workshop will start from May 17. If you don't want to miss it and you want to get a replay, please email us at podcast at kellybala.com. We will give you the details and the price for the workshop. Thank you for being here with us today. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. 
it will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellybala.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.